Donnie C. Skeptics Podcast. I will be your host this week since Josh is out of your town. Theo. And your only undefeated team, Patrick Fox. We do have a guest speaker, obviously. Patrick is joining us um, to help discuss some of the player news and whatnot. So the episode outline will be player news and notes. We're going to do biggest surprises and disappointments if we have enough time, weak matchups, and maybe a quick COVID discussion. Patrick, you want to go ahead and kick us off with some player news? Yes, sir. All right. Sony Michelle was placed on IR with a quad injury. Austin Eckler, who lasted three weeks longer than I would have expected him to last, <laughs> is on the shelf with a pretty bad hamstring. It's grade two hamstring strain. Um, they're projecting six weeks for that. Nick Chubb is placed on the IR with an MCL injury, and that's He's probably going to be on there for about six weeks as well. Um, fortunately, Kareem Hunt owners are probably okay with that. Sam Darnold mostly likely out this week with a shoulder injury. Never would I have think known. They did actually rule him out before after I wrote this. Yeah, so they did rule him out, um, and nobody really cares because Adam Gase doesn't know how to run an offense, anyways. <laughs> so nobody should be starting Sam Darnold, anyways. Um, there was a Raider who tested positive for COVID. I did see that their practice facilities are still open, so hopeful on that one. Uh, the Patriots, Stefan Gilmore, tested positive, and they did close their practice facilities, so we'll see what goes on with that. And, of course, the terrible <laughs> Titans, two more players tested positive. I just I assume they don't know how to wear masks. They there. apparently don't. Tennessee. I didn't realize they practiced last week. Um contrary to what they were told to do. I assume they're just coughing on each other they at this point. They're I, not practicing. They're just huddling around. Yeah, huddling around, spitting on each other because <laughs> this just can't get this under control. I was hopeful it was all like practice squad, but Corey Davis was one of the ones that they announced today was put on in, um, COVID injured reserve or whatever they're calling it. Um, um, and that's probably two weeks before he can come back because he's got to have X amount of days. Right. So it's, it's not a... Good one. Some exciting news. Um, if you're a Texans fan or even just a fantasy fan, Bill O'Brien was officially fired this week. Uh, what do you think the impact is to the Houston Texans? Do we see a major uptick in offense, or do you think it's just going to be a down year for them? I think their stock has nowhere to go but up. The only one I'd be worried about is David Johnson because Adam Gase just loved him – or uh, Bill O'Brien just loved him some David Johnson. Yeah. So I think – that hopefully Watson will get back to form and the, the promise that he's shown. Uh, yeah. I was um, hearing that they may potentially blow it up because they also don't have their first or second this year. They're 0-4 and don't have a first round or second round pick. Or a GM know, or yeah. a president of football. I know Dolphins versions. love that, but I've heard they might blow it up. Um, David Johnson may get traded. J.J. Uh, Watts, same I've heard, float around because they have – you have to get rid of these players to get some draft capital. Um, obviously, the only person I don't think they get rid of is Deshaun Watson. And I'm not sure what value J.J. Watt and David Johnson would get on the right. trade market, but I think they just take anything for right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, Haskins was benched for Kyle Allen. We, um, I knew he was on the hot seats. Do you think that this is the end of Haskins in Washington, or do you think that he's just truly not right? I know he was – thrust into yeah. the starting position. I, I think Ron Rivera has seen enough. 
he's a really no nonsense right. coach who really values not turning the ball over. So I think that I think he's done. I don't. I think with they the new potentially regime, potentially are going to have a high draft draft pick too yeah. this year. And they've got Chase Young, who looked really promising before his groin injury. And so I think Ron Rivera is going to bring in his guy. I don't think it's Kyle Allen, but I think that Haskins probably will get traded if they can get anything for him, or just sit behind whoever the new sit, rookie yeah. is. So it's the Josh Rosen all over again. Yeah. Um, Bell is expected to return soon. I know he's eligible to come off IR. I know Amen you're excited to hear to that. Hear about that. So I don't know if he's coming back this week or next week, um, but he is eligible to come off. After he this. seems to think he'll be ready this week. Um, I would be okay if he waited an extra week and they fired Adam Gase before he came back. <laughs> yeah, because then he'll explode. Or because then he'll actually have a chance. But, uh, yeah, he thinks he's going to be ready, but we'll see what happens. Cam is still up in the air for this week. I believe if he doesn't play that, I don't care who you own on the Patriots, you just sit them. The Julian only, Edelman, you sit him. The only people that you start on that is the defense. Yeah. That's if Gilmore can be back because, yeah. man, that defense looked really good in the first half against the Chiefs. Um, some quick other things to discuss. Um, Hurricane Delta looks like it's going to hit Louisiana this weekend. And from what I understand, the Saints are supposedly leaving or thinking about leaving to the Colts. I think that's who they play somewhere up north um, to go ahead and not have to be delayed from the hurricane. But do you think that the storm has any impacts on the states that it's potentially going to hit this weekend? Or Yeah, I think they'll probably have some – I think it's better for them to move them because with delays and whatnot that lightning and things like that can cause. Uh, I know LSU moved their game. Uh, they were supposed to play at home. I know this isn't a college football, but LSU is not playing at home this week. And so I think, yeah, be safe, move it. There's really no home field advantage this year with limited crowds or no crowds at all in crowd noise. Right. What it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, yeah, move them. So we won't really – so I wanted to talk to, to the players, Julio and Drake. We won't really touch on Drake too much because we might bring him up later in the podcast. Um, but – are we concerned with Julio and Drake? Julio has been dealing with a hamstring injury. He, I know he went out but didn't play the second half. Um, and are we concerned with Drake? I know that they said he got the wind knocked out of him and he's practicing, but if you owned Julio or Drake, would you be concerned for fantasy this year? If I owned Kenyon Drake, I would be hitting the panic button so hard. Unfortunately, Tim has him in. <laughs> if I was in a redraft league, I would move off of him if I could, I would take 50 cents on the dollar because you you drafted Drake to be your number one running back. Right. Even when he's healthy, he doesn't look good. He looks terrible this year. The Miami Dolphins are just like thanking the good Lord because they're <laughs> after they looked terrible last year. They look great now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Drake would be, I would be moving off Drake out of frustration alone. Julio, if again, you know, fan, or dynasty is a little bit different. If you have him in a redraft, hold on to him. He will come back, but it's going to be a couple weeks. After he re-injured this hamstring, he, they're not going to let him come back anytime yeah. soon. And I know, so Josh is competing. He obviously went all in this year to compete, and he has Julio. So it's not like we expect Josh to trade Julio. Um, if you, if people were rebuilding and stuff, that would definitely be something you try and get anything for. He's yeah. older. Um, I know he's in his 30s. I don't know exactly how old he is, 33, 32, somewhere in that range. Um, so I just didn't know if we should be concerned this year or not. Uh, I would be concerned if I needed wins right now. Yeah, I would be really concerned because you you have him as a number one. 
Yeah, like, I drafted him in a redraft, and and I regret it. Yeah, I was just sitting on my bench. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's tough because even when he plays, if he pulls up, I mean, hamstring injuries like they're so hit and miss; they can be reaggravated, and you're done. Right. And so that's that's the tough thing. Even even when he does start, I don't know if you start him the first week. Yeah, I think you got to wait. Yeah, you got to wait to see if it's healthy. When I heard he was playing this week, I put him in my lineup. Yeah, and I regretted that. So um, after realizing, I was like, I always try to avoid wait a week, see how they do and stuff. But I had no choice. With a player of his caliber, you're just hoping for the best. Right. And he's typically always injured. He always right. has the he's questionable going into this week, and then yeah. he shows up and he gets 157 yards. Mike Evans <laughs> is the same way, yeah. except he catches two catches for two touchdowns, and so it's a little different. But so I know we spent a little bit more on player news, but there's a lot to go over. Um, let's go ahead and move into the next segment where I'm going to let uh, Patrick have his have the floor. Um, obviously we owe him an apology. I've been bashing his team, shitting on his team every week, not picking him, always picking against him. Uh, yet he's the only undefeated team in the league. So Patrick, the floor is yours. In your defense, whenever you picked against my team, you did always say you were rooting for the underdog. So you recognize (laughs) how great my team is led by one Dakery Prescott and (laughs) Alvin Kamara, who literally has taken all of Michael Thomas's uh, catches out of the backfield because Drew Brees can't throw it farther than 10 yards. And so I've done all of this without the best wide receiver in football. No, that's crazy. And my third running back on the IR. So I've been uh, vindicated in some of my moves. I know people didn't like my Stefan Diggs for my first round pick trade. And after seeing what Clinton got for my first round pick, I think that maybe I could have held off and fleeced Theo and gotten all of his <laughs> the entire second round of our draft. Um, but I've just been really excited to be your guys's final undefeated team. And don't look now, but I, spoiler alert: it's going to be five and zero because this week I get my Alex buy. And I was looking at it. You're actually probably going to be six and zero. Week six, you play Cheezen, who has. The injury I, bug has really hit him. He lost Chubb. He lost CMC. He lost yeah. Sonny Michelle. I liked his team coming into the season. Oh, yeah, I, I thought too, he was underrated. Bug. Yeah, I mean that 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 does stink. Um, and but I've got to in Cheezen's defense, that is the bye week from hell for my team. Oh, Both so. my running backs are on by Kamara and Jacobs are oh, on by. So <laughs> so, so it'll be a little bit closer than what uh, what we would like. Well, I but definitely think you're going to be five and zero. Definitely going to be five and zero. Unless the Chiefs just go off this week. But, hey, who knows? Patrick Mahomes might have COVID from talking to Stephon Gilmore after the game. So yeah, I think that uh, that's a note that all players should take. After games, don't talk to anyone. No. Just go to the locker room and be done with the game. Yeah, just just get out of there. Um, so let's go ahead and move into the next segment. We're going to talk about biggest surprises so far this year. If we have enough time, we'll talk about a couple disappointments. Um, so I'll, I'll hit us off. One of my biggest surprises so far this year, we all knew Dak was going to be a top 10. I honestly did not expect Dak. Do you to remember what you had him in our quarterback ranking episode? No, I, okay. I could look it up. Um, yeah, I, don't, I, I, mean, I think I had him five or six. Yeah. I know you were much lower than everybody else. Uh, but I, I just, I thought they were a run first team. Yeah. I did not expect their defense to be ranked 32nd. I'm um, pretty sure they're ranked 33rd. Yeah, it's not even possible, but they're definitely. So, I mean, the dude is already thrown for 1,690 yards. He's on pace to throw for over 6,000 yards. If he's able to do that, that would be a historic feat. 
Um, so yeah, he, he's definitely a big surprise for me to be the QB one and there's no end in sight. They're just going to have to keep throwing the ball. They've got to, because- as somebody who literally is riding him to W after W, I know he's got 12 points at halftime and I'm not worried at all because I know he's going to score 30 in the second half. Cause they're behind. Cause yeah, he's all they're going to do. They're going to play that just prevent defense and let him take everything underneath and he's going to hit some big ones. And yeah, he's so been, who's, who's your first one. My first one is a quarterback that I tried to talk my brother out of trading. I know Tim said he really wishes he got Josh Allen. Because Josh Allen has been insane. He has just been out of this world. Because you know who's number two on the passing yard list? That's Josh, Josh Allen. Allen yeah. Which is crazy because we think of him as an inaccurate right. run running quarterback. Yeah. And he's been killing it. Like, with really, without a true number one running back either. And so again, I Josh Allen is my big surprise. I would have never in a million years guessed he would have taken this big of a step forward. Nah, I agree. Um, I think Stefan Diggs helps that. Absolutely. I think that John Brown and waiver wire steal of the season, Gabe Davis has been lighting it up too. And so I think Josh Allen has a lot of weapons around him and he's putting it together. It's been really awesome to watch. I really enjoy watching the Bills play. Their offense looks great. Their defense needs to just – it's tough when you have such a high-scoring offense that your defense is on the – because they can can strike in a minute. Right. Your defense gets on the field longer than they should. But I think that that, the Bills look like a Super Bowl contender for sure. Yeah. No, I I agree. He would would have made my list if I was going to do two quarterbacks. I'm glad that you picked him so I didn't have to put two quarterbacks. Um, so moving into my second player, um, I'm going to do James Robinson is a surprise to me. And I know that he's a surprise to everyone because nobody, he came out of the blue. They released Leonard Fournette like a week or two before the season kickoff. And he was a waiver wire pickup. The undrafted but, free agent. Yeah. He's undrafted free agent rookie. Um, and so nobody would expect that. Everyone's like, oh, well, Armstead's on COVID. Uh, Ozig- uh, I think the Ozigbo or is the other guy. I don't even know yeah. anymore because James Robinson is the guy. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, and I think he's ranked sixth on the year. He's an RB1 as an undrafted free agent rookie. He's better. He's doing better than CEH. He's doing better than uh, Taylor. And these are p- t- Hot, big names yeah. coming out of college. Top first round picks, yeah. second round picks, and he's just outperforming them. It just it shocks me that an undrafted free agent is an RB one yeah. this year. And Minshew has looked okay at times, right. but he's really the driving force on that offense, and it's been really cool to see. You always get excited about guys like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. My second surprise is a much more well established running back, but a running back that coming into the season, it looked like he was starting to uh, kind of fall off fall out of favor with the coaching staff right um and that's aaron jones but he has looked like the best running back in football and i know cook looks good i know james robinson looks good but man aaron jones makes aaron Rodgers aaron Rodgers right now like i agree 100 (laughs) like if you watched aaron Rodgers last year and aaron jones was there he didn't look like this but the respect that they have to give to Aaron Jones, not only running the ball, but like catching the ball out of the backfield. They can line him up as a wide receiver and, and just throw deep balls to him, and he's going to he's gonna moss DBs. Yeah, it's he had crazy. a nasty catch two weeks ago that I was just like in awe. Like, 
that's Aaron Jones, no way. That's a running back? What? <laughs> and so, uh, he yeah. He would have made my bust list if we did one before the season began because I did not expect him to do well. They drafted, I think, in the second round. Dylan, yeah, they, they brought um, him in. He's a big bruising back. You think he's going to lose some goal line carries, but has Dylan even found the field? I, I mean, know. they keep Jamal this. Jamal Williams still looks pretty good there, too. Right, <laughs> yeah. And so, I, I yeah. Aaron he, Jones, I'm eating some crow on that because I'm, I was down on the Packers. I was down on Aaron Rodgers. And uh, I, they, the Green Bay Packers as a whole looked phenomenal. Yep, um, defense looks great too. I would almost be, I would almost say that they might be the favorites out of the NFC the way they're whoa, playing right whoa, now. Whoa, whoa, there's a team over in Tampa that would disagree with you. But we'll <laughs> NFC is gonna be tough. This it will year. be. It will be Tampa, good. You got Green Bay and you got Seattle playing lights yeah. out right now. So yeah, that's gonna it, be interesting. Seattle's defense might hold them back, but. And, okay. and you saw the 49ers, uh, they're injured. Once they get healthy, you know that they're going to be a force. Um, so NFC is going to be interesting this year. So let's go ahead and do one um, biggest uh, disappointment this year. Um, I'm going to go with a wide receiver, uh, Marquise Brown. In redrafts, I think a lot of people were drafting him as a WR2 with WR1 upside. Last year he was injured and he showed some flashes, so everyone expected him to take a huge leap. But he's wide receiver 52 on the year. So he's not even a WR3 right now. And uh, they don't look like they're going to be throwing the ball. They don't want to throw the ball. They want to be a run-first team. They don't. You saw it against the, um, the Chiefs. They don't do well coming from behind. Uh, they just they want to control the, the tempo and everything. So it's just they could turn it around. Lamar Jackson apparently has made some strides throwing the ball. but I haven't seen it. But... I, I haven't seen it. Unless you're Mark Andrews. And Mark Andrews dropped – like two touchdowns against the Chiefs. Um, but I, I just feel like Lamar Jackson has, hey, I'm going to hand the ball off or look for Mark Andrews, nobody else. Yeah. That's how I feel about the, the Ravens right now. That's a, yeah, that's tough. If you drafted, if you have Marquise Brown, you, you're not feeling good about it. Because yeah. to me, it looks like Lamar's actually taking a step back, at least throwing the ball. Maybe it's his offensive line. Maybe it's because his running back situation is not quite as good as it was last right. year. But yeah, it's I'd been be, a disappointment. Yeah, I would. I know my brother has him, and he was high on him, and I know that. He's, I mean, there's still high hopes for him, but just this year, I think he's just right. been a disappointment. It's tough. Who you got? Mine is a guy that I personally wouldn't have touched before the year, but was drafted as a lot of people's RB one, and that's Kenyon Drake. Yeah, he's been not existent. He's injured. I just think he's lost a step and. Yeah, I think that he's just Do you not know where he's ranks right now. Yes, he is RB in standard leagues um, in thirty three and PPR. He's thirty five. So he's, he's not even an RB. Not even yeah, not even RB three. And so, because the reason why I picked him as my biggest disappointment is because of where he's draft. He was drafted to me. I think he had the highest ceiling, but also the lowest floor because we saw what he did in Miami, right? And we know how excited Miami is that he looks this way, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the Cardinals are definitely not excited, and we see Chase Edmonds just – Chase Edmonds looks good. He looks great, and he's cutting into that time. And so I think it's if you drafted him to be your RB1, you're – You're, you're probably done. You're probably 0-4 right now. Yeah, <laughs> and you're probably really upset. <laughs> Thankfully, or luckily for Tim, he has Chase Edmonds. So even if Chase Edmonds takes over the role, he can plug Edmonds in. Lucky but, for Tim, his team is just loaded. Yeah, he's got a lot of depth. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will say – 
I feel a lot better now oh, than yeah. I did at the beginning of the season about taking him down this year in the I, championship. Yeah, I would I would agree with you. I, I've shown your team enough to know that I'm not going to do that Don't anymore. Don't sleep on me. <laughs> uh, so we'll quickly touch base on some some matchups. There's a lot of lops, lopsided matchups this week, but one of the ones we'll, we'll take a look at is Tim versus Josh. Uh, the winner of that one is most likely going to be in second place, and depending on if Sean gets upset this week, they could potentially be in first place. Um, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, we'll have to see what happens with COVID players. Um, Josh still has a lot of injuries he's dealing with, uh, but I, I think that I'm going to give the edge to Tim. Um, we'll have to see again what happens with some of the COVID players, if any of them get ruled out, postponed, things of that nature. Julio, if he comes back. Um, but right now, um, I think Tim has the edge, even if – uh, Julio does play. I still think Tim wins this one. Yeah, I think so too. I give him a, I mean, his team is stacked. still stacked. <clears throat> he lost Saquon and just... Even with Drake underperforming yeah. his team, he still has Elliott, he still has Hill, Hopkins, and, Adams. And, and Hill hasn't gone off like you know he's going to. Um, Allen Robinson actually has a quarterback to throw to him now. Uh, Tyler Higby's looked solid. Mike Davis has scored more points than CMC did when he was in. Right. Which he is looks, crazy. Mike Davis looks good. That was a good waiver pickup. Yes, that he was spent fantastic. Fab on him, and I thought he was it, crazy. It was so worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, because he's just he's crushing it right now. David Johnson, I think, has like really looked pretty solid with, for Houston. Um, and I just Josh is going to be forced to start Baker or Kyler Allen as his second quarterback. Um, yeah, that's scary. And Baker's going against Indy. Kyle Allen's going against the Raiders. I'm I was in a similar position last week where I had to pick up my boy Rippin. And he looked pretty. He looked, he looked good. pretty good other than those last ints. So maybe maybe he can catch lightning in a bottle with Kyle Allen. But um, Ceh starting to scare me. Not yeah. getting any goal line carries, but he's getting the the receptions out of the field. So Julio's questionable. Uh, he can't pick a tight end. It seems like when <laughs> whatever tight end he picks has a catch for two yards, and then the other one goes off. Uh, DJ Moore has been a huge disappointment, um, but yeah, I, I, Austin Eckler, yeah, I could have told loss. him. I tried to tell him, but uh, I'm glad so I got picking him. Tim? I'm definitely picking Tim. All right, That's so my lock of the week. Lock of the week. Lock it in. Lock it in. <laughs> uh, next one, just we picked it because it was the closest. Um, Clint versus Donette. Obviously, Clint is sitting at 0-4, still looking for his first win. Even Alex has a win over him. That's I mean, I know it came against him, but it's still crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, because Don, I didn't think his team was that bad. He's got Kyle Allen. He's yeah. got some good guys, but Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Um, Donette has. I mean, her team. I feel like is an up and down. She's three and one. Her first loss came against the, the juggernaut Patrick, um, and she's got some uh, questionable players um, this week. We'll see what happens. If Josh Allen doesn't play because of the Titans not being able to get their shit together, um, I think that's going to be a huge loss for Clint's team, and that would give the edge to Donette. If Josh Allen does play, I think Clint wins this one, gets his first victory. But that's that's what I'm basing my my matchup on. Yeah, quarterback. Donette uh, has a lot of really tough stacks. Yeah. So Ru- Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, um, she's got – the two Washington teams, maybe Kyle Allen helps that. Fitz Magic turns into Fitz Tragic very quickly. And so I think I think I give the edge to Clinton. But like you said, if if Allen doesn't play, I'm, I lean Donette. 
Yeah, I think it all hinges on whether or not Allen plays. Seattle's playing Minnesota. That can be a shootout. So they, yeah. you know, so, if you were yeah. Donette, would you plug Herbert in instead of uh, Fitzpatrick? Absolutely. Herbert's look amazing. If, if we had another surprise, it'd be that guy because yeah. it took uh, Tyrod Taylor getting a punctured lung to be able to play. But he looked amazing against the Bucks last week, and I think he's I think he's already the best quarterback in that no, draft. Burrow. Burrow's still Dro- yeah. Good. Burrow does like okay. I'll give you Burrow. And we okay. haven't seen two yet. So we don't well, know, but Herbert was... I think has exceeded expectations. Oh yeah, he's he's looked great. So I think it's it's unanimous. We both pick uh, Clint. Except for <laughs> Allen. Yeah. If Allen doesn't play, it's an obvious choice. We have to go with Donnett. Yeah. Um, so just quickly recapping some COVID stuff. Uh, I know Josh, when he gets back, um, probably will touch more on this. But as teams, as we get more news, if teams are postponed, delayed, uh, Josh will probably put something out there to see what we can do, if anything. Um, if games are postponed, there's not much you can do. Um, Count it as a buy. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully the t- everyone gets their act together and we have – all, all teams playing this should be playing this week. If not, it, the one that worries me the most is the Titans versus the Bills. We'll have to keep an, an eye on that one. So we'll let Josh uh, inform you guys as to what's going on, if anything. Uh, and as always, we appreciate you guys listening. Tune in next week for the episode. All right. See you guys. See you.